All right, by virtue of winning the Royal Rumble, we have a brand new World Wrestling Federation champion as the press watches on. At this time, to present the title belt to the new champion, our president, the distinguished Jack Tunney. Congratulations, Ric Flair, on becoming the undisputed champion of the World Wrestling Federation. Let me just say, after very distorting the belt to proclaim me the real world champion, I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only title in the wrestling world that makes you number one when you are the king of the WWE. You rule the world. Think about it like that, Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Guys, the I'm not His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. Hey, this would do some lunch sports, man. Come on, now. Yeah! Yes, sir, yes, sir. Welcome back, welcome back to the 100th episode of the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk, man. God. A hundred times round the block, my boy. You're supposed to be drinking something right now. You right, bro. <laughs> you right, bro. But I was going to say that before, but I... You I, right, bro. I, I, yeah. Let me see if we can get some assistance in here, yeah. man. Yeah, get, we need a drink, us, bro. We got a toast a at the toast, end man. of the show or something. Yeah, you right, man. hundred <laughs> episodes around the block. Man, I'm your man. It's one of your favorite sports colleges. Back in the building one more time. I am Dedrick L. Higgs Jr. And please, folks, please, please remember, I'm pretty sure you know, but I am here to give it to you raw and uncut. And this your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists in the building. Absolutely, man. So exciting. So exciting, man. So 100 episodes for me and Black, man. Um, How befitting. How befitting, man, that it's 100 episodes on this day. And uh, just excited, man. We'll share our 100th episode, Sports Desk Talk Sentiments, for the end of the show. But we know why y'all are here. We know what y'all want to uh, hear from us, what y'all want us to talk about. But we're going to kick it off, man, with this opening discussion, Black. Black, it is one of the most festive times of the year in wrestling, Black. We are here to talk and get into the Royal Rumble, Black. Me and you are patiently waiting. We're recording on this fine Sunday. The Royal Rumble will be taking place tonight. Just so great what's going on. And we just want to talk a little bit about the Rumble up to open up the show. So, Black, when you hear Royal Rumble, what is the very first thing that comes to your mind when you hear Royal Rumble? Uh, excitement. Yes, sir. Excitement. It's, yes, it's sir. more than one thing. Uh, intriguing. You know, uh, uh, the, the shock. 
You know, you always going to get those things in the Royal Rumbles, uh, man. And uh, that's why the Royal Rumble is one of my favorite pay-per-views when they do it, man. Because you never know what you're going to get on the Royal Rumble. And it's always a shock. It's always a surprise. I always, oh, man, I didn't expect that to happen. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Royal Rumble is shock factor. It's excitement. It's who's coming down the aisle next. Mm-hmm. Who's Music are we going to hit next? And I know personally for me, man, some of my favorite moments, just the 1992 Royal Rumble, as you heard at the beginning of the show, when the nature boy Ric Flair (laughs) came to the WWF for the first time and won the title in the Royal Rumble. I remember back in 1990, I believe it was, Hogan, Warrior, the Intercontinental Champion, the WWF Champion, face-to-face like we've never seen before. Which ultimately gave us WrestleMania 6, one of the greatest pay-per-views and matches in our lifetime. You got Stone Cold going through hell to win the Royal yeah. Rumble. You got, you got Randy Orton multiple time winner. Shawn Michaels going into the Royal Rumble, entering number one mm-hmm. and winning the whole thing. And how can we forget, Black? How can we forget when you talk about the Royal Rumble? When the game Triple H screwed over Roman Reigns and mm. made him put the title on the line against 30 other superstars, 29 other superstars, and Triple H ultimately. Came out at number 30 and won the Rumble, man. Mm, screwed mm, over mm. Roman Reigns. So, just great stuff. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Royal Rumble as we get later into this episode. But like I said, to start the show, we are at episode 100. 100. Very exciting, man, that me and Black get to do this, man. So, let's go ahead and keep the show off, man. Let's go ahead and get into our start. But you're cutting Black. I think I'm going to get you with this one, man. I, I told you lately, man, I've been thinking of stuff that it gets you just... Just get you in the mood, bro, where you ain't going to know what to do with yourself, my boy. So let's go ahead and roll this music, man. Let's talk about this start. Bitch, bro. Oh, yeah! Los Angeles! Hey, make you think. There you go. Faint step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, yeah. Cardi. Oh, my God! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! All right, all right, all right, man. Let's go ahead and get into our start bench of cut. So, Black, what do we have going on a week from today, Black? We got a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And, Black, the Super Bowl is a staple. It is a spectacle, Black. It is an an event that the whole world waits on, Black, every year. You can circle it on your calendar every time we get to a new year. When is the Super Bowl? But Black, there are some other things that rival the Super Bowl, Black. And I want to know from you, man, if all three of these events were lined up in front of you, Black, which one would you start? Which one would you bitch? And which one would you say to yourself, I'm just, I just can't watch you. Mm-hmm. I just won't watch. So here we go, Black. Up first, number one, we got the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania, Black. Every year we all look forward to WrestleMania. And number two, we got the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. The two best teams, most likely NFL, compete for the championship. And last but not least, we have the NBA Finals, my boy. The Finals. The WrestleMania, the Super Bowl, and the NBA Finals. Black, I need to know right now. Which one are you starting? 
Which one are you bitching? And which one are you cutting, my boy? Talk to me, boy. If y'all can see the look on Black's face. Oh man, uh, yeah, you got a good one. You getting? It's, it's, I see you putting the pressure on now. But uh, I'm gonna start the NBA Finals. Oh, okay. I'm going to start the NBA Finals. I just like everything about the NBA Finals and. You know, LeBron James is always in the NBA Finals. Right. You know, right. so I'm going to I'm going to start the NBA Finals. Just everything from commercial to the kickoff of the finals, the way they, they the way they running out on TV is just very exciting to me. At number two, D, and it's tough. This is really tough for me. This is tough, but I'm going to go with the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. I love WrestleMania, man. I look forward to WrestleMania every single year. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania is a big deal. I haven't, I haven't missed, I haven't missed a WrestleMania in a very long time. I like everything about WrestleMania, like just uh, uh, all the matches. You know, uh, everything they do uh, commercial-wise for it, and it's very entertaining. It's like everyone is on uh, on their best and put out their best performance. For WrestleMania, and I'm going to have to cut the Super Bowl, man. Um, I'm going to have to. I it hate. I hate to cut it, but uh, I got to cut the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. I kind of figured you were going to go there, but I just wanted to see where you were, man. And ironically, Black, <laughs> once again, me and you are side by side on this <laughs> one, man. So I am going to start the NBA Finals. I, I mean, I think the NBA Finals is like a representation of just. Hectic energy, my boy. Oh. You have the potential from four to seven games to crown a champion, and it's so much happening from game one to game two. It's two totally different games, mm -hmm. so just a lot going on. I am also going to bench WrestleMania. I've never missed one. <laughs> I've never missed one, and I won't miss one. I am 36 years old. I am not missing one due to the theater. That is WrestleMania. And last but not least, I am also going to cut the Super Bowl. Now, don't get me wrong, Black. I love football. I love the Super Bowl. But I think you can agree with me, Black. Certain years when we have Super Bowl matchups, they just don't do nothing for you. They trash, bro. Just say it. Okay, 10-4. <laughs> Let's roll with that. I'm going <laughs> to give you one particular that when this Super Bowl matchup was, was put together, I, I went to sleep on it, man. You remember when the Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots were in the Super Bowl? I went to sleep, man. I was dozing off during the game. I was really more excited into the uh, commercials. And then the game backed up what I thought because that was a snoozer. The Patriots winning the Super Bowl. What was it, a 13-7 or 10-7 type game? I mean, but this year we got a good one. We got the Chiefs. We got the Bucks. This is a good one this year. We're looking forward to seeing the game, but I'm going to let the Super Bowl Take a walk. All right, my boy. Let's go ahead and transition out of Star Butcher Cut. Y'all let us know, man, all of the sports fans out there who listen to us weekly. WrestleMania, Super Bowl, or the NBA Finals. What are you getting rid of? Start, bench, or cutting. Y'all talk to us. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and get into our sound of the weekend. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> Either you love him or you hate him. But we all should appreciate this man. Draymond Green is back at it again, my boy. And he took to the post game yesterday to talk about uh, the new standard of the tough guys in the NBA and one player in particular. But uh, apparently he was um, taking up for Wayne Ellington. When the fuck Roddy McGruder become the tough guy of the team? Like, 
I don't know, man. Everybody in the league tough these days. It's crazy. I've seen a lot of tough guys this year. I don't understand it. And and, and don't nobody do anything. So, like, if you really wanted to do something, you could have done it. Walk over there talking shit like he's a team tough guy. The hell out of here. <laughs> Fucking tough guy, Rodney. Rodney. Fucking tough guy. Also, I'm rocking with Juan T. Juan T was about to bring that town, that town bit, bitness shit out on him. And um, yeah, I'm rocking with Juan T on that one anyway. But also, I think it was something that like that Juan said in the first or second quarter to Wayne Ellington. You ain't got nothing better to do that you still thinking about something from the first or second quarter when you weren't in the game. So apparently, um, Wayne Ellington must have went over to the bench. I guess he went and told um, Rodney McGruder because he hadn't been in the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. There's too many tough guys in this league these days for me. But I know ain't nobody scared of no damn Rodney McGruder. Like, <laughs> fucking kidding me? That's crazy. <laughs> man, look at here, man. Because this all started with Clay. Because Clay was doing the uh, the broadcasting. Yeah. And Clay was dogging Rodney McGruder. Now, Rodney McGruder, now we said we weren't going to do a what did you do in camp this week, sir. <laughs> What did you do in camp? For Rodney McGruder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodney McGruder, you pulled it out of us, man, because now we got to do what we got to do, my boy. What? what did you do in camp? Now, Rodney McGruder, I don't know who you are personally, uh, sir. So when I saw the clip from Clay, and then I seen the clip from Draymond, and then they showed the clip of what Rodney McGruder was out here chirping and doing, I said, sir, tone it down a lot. <laughs> And then if you look at the way Rodney McGruder was trying to press the issue, I mean, he got soft written all over him. I mean, he going at guys that he just know might not drop something on him, but old Juan T squared him up. <laughs> and then when Juan T squared him up, you hear Draymond in the back like, yeah. like. And what did Rodney McGruder do, my boy? He went ahead and went on his marriage and going on over there talking to Wayne Ellington. Who is he? Listen, Detroit Pistons and Rodney McGruder and Wayne Ellington. Tighten up, man. What did you do in camp? Like, you got anything on man, Draymond's it, comments? It, it, it's crazy to me. This why. This is one of the reasons I, you love to hate Draymond. Correct. You love to hate him because Correct. times like this, you just love him. Correct. Because it's needed in the NBA. Because I agree, it's too many, too many wannabe tough guys yeah, in the NBA. Yeah. Like, Rodney McGruder. Go sit down and continue to do what you were doing. Yeah, get better. Like you weren't even playing. Yeah, get you know, better. They showing a clip of you dapping up one of your teammates. No, bro, go sit on the bench. <laughs> you know, keep the energy on a bench. Go over there and, you know, right. let's get some netting done for the house for your mother. Right. You know, go just you know, go ahead and work on it. You're think about the next shots you may take if you get into the game. Yeah. You know, because we see you on the getting time at the end of these games anyway. Clean up. So I'm like, come on, man, like. You a tough guy, so I guess because somebody picked on Wayne Ellington, yeah. you want to be the little big brother to Wayne Ellington and, 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 and make yourself known? 
Come on, bro. Let's 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 tone it down a notch. Yeah. Sit on that bench. Right. Keep the seat warm. Right. And let's do your job. And right. that's sitting on the bench and being quiet, my guy. You know what I thought about. <laughs> you know what I thought about when I first I said, oh, he on that good ching ching chong. <gasps> my boy's smoking on the on the finest pack there is out there in Golden State. You know, maybe he went out of that E40 and uh got him some of the finest purple. That's out there to get that boy situated. Because his braids was a little tight. I don't know what he had going on, but hey, Rodney. Rodney Magruder, relax, my youth. If it's, if it's one person that you don't want talking about you is going to make you look bad, oh, man. it's Draymond you Green. You don't want that, bro. It's Draymond Green. That's He's going to call you out. That's a nightmare. Like the whole thing with Paul Pierce. Right. Like, bro, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Dog, that, that post game. It's going to live on. Oh, yeah. As long Most as definitely. Rodney Magruder is in the NBA, my boy, this is going to be associated with him. And I, and I thought the thing that Clay said was funny, too. Clay was yeah. like, oh, yeah, he'll be out the league in yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. And then Draymond just killed yeah. it in the post game. I'm talk like, oh, man. Talk about brotherhood. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of like to go to State Warriors now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, yo, you watch what you do and watch what you say with I don't care guys. what's going on, win or lose, Draymond going to be Draymond, dog. Yeah, and I enjoyed that. it. I enjoyed that. Seriously. All right, man, we're going to transition out of that, man. We're going to get into our top five. <laughs> into the sports game. Y'all must have forgot, forgot, forgot. Maybach music. All right, man. More, more wrestling. More, more wrestling. All right, Black, let's get into it, man. Our top five. Our top five royal Rumble winners, all right? Who were your top five guys that when you seen them win the Rumble, they just stuck with you for a long, long time? Yeah, man. Uh, very exciting times in the Royal Rumble. We've seen some very exciting things and uh, uh, and then some what moments and stuff. I was like, I cannot believe that. Right. So I'm going to go at number five, 1999. Vince McMahon beating Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Who would have thought the owner... Vincent Kennedy McMahon would beat Stone Cold Steve Austin to win the Royal Rumble. Then I happened to go back to YouTube and look at this and refresh my memory some. 1994, Bret Bret Hart beating Lex Luger. One one of the the better uh, WrestleManias, in my opinion. I got to watch that. uh, uh, I mean, not WrestleMania. I mean, Royal Rumble. I got to watch that Royal Rumble. Well, they actually tied. Yeah, they actually actually tied. Yeah, they actually tied. But they... Both both eliminated each other, Correct. so they both won it. But very competitive between the two once it got down to both yeah, of them. Yeah. So I got to put that at number four. All right. At number uh at number three, I got uh I got the Rock at number uh at number three. Okay. In two thousand, when he beat Big Show, yeah, it was just like the coming of age for the Rock. You know, the Rock was he was on Finally. his he was on his terror. You know, he had his moment, and it, it eclipsed with him winning the Royal Rumble and then go on to. To do amazing things at WrestleMania, and then at number uh, at number two, I got uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. three time winner of the Royal Rumble. You know, um, the one who's done just it. yeah, it's just very exciting. One of my favorite wrestlers, Stone Cold, uh, won it three. He won it three times, like I said, but 
each one of the Wrestle Royal Rumbles that he won was very, very, very entertaining. And then at no and then at number uh number one, I got uh Rey Mysterio, the little guy. <laughs> the little guy. I remember watching I remember watching this uh in 2006 and no one expected Rey Mysterio to win this Royal Rumble. No. But he got it done, man, and uh him for him to win that and be one of the smallest guys in there, yeah. it was very exciting, very entertaining, and, and, and the crowd went berserk mm-hmm. when he won the WrestleMania. So, shot, uh, that's my top five for the Royal Rumble uh, winners. Yeah, man. Uh, whew, good list, man. It's crazy how much we got going on out here. If you hear my godson in the background of this show, he is having a time in his life. <laughs> Uh, out there living his best life. So shout out to my godson Easton. All right. Uh, at number four, I have Vince McMahon, nineteen ninety nine. Mm. At number five, I also have McMahon. What a what a what a great time. Yeah. That's who that is, by the way. A couple people ask me, who was that saying your fight? That is Vince McMahon. All right. At number four, I got John Cena, two thousand eight. He came back from a torn pectoral muscle in Madison Square Garden to win the Rumble and go on to WrestleMania to defeat JBL for the World Championship. Great, great moment there. At number three, nineteen ninety six, came in at number one and walked out the winner. HBK, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Just an excellent display of athleticism uh, for Shawn, two-time winner of the Royal Rumble. In 1996, Shawn went on to win the WWF Championship in an Ironman match against Bret the Hitman Hart. At number two, Rey Mysterio, 2006. (laughs) For me... For me, I have a different approach to this one because the energy after Eddie Guerrero passed away, um, the energy was just heavy and Ray and Eddie were just close and it was good to see Ray get his moment because people got to think Ray go all the way back to the WCW mm-hmm. days the cruiserweight days he paid his dues and for him to get that shot he entered in at number two and he won that rumble that year in 2006 and at number one whoo by God <laughs> the nature boy 1992 Ooh. rumble the real world champion the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Oh, I loved it when Nate came out to the ring and he won the whole thing. And that speech that you hear at the beginning of the sports desk, that was the post game from Rick, the post match uh, reaction from Ric Flair after he won the Royal Rumble. And the WWF Championship was on the line in that match, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the first time that had happened. So, number one, 1992 Royal Rumble, the Nature Boy Ric Flair. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, of course, the Royal Rumble is tonight on this Sunday. So, by the time I hear this, the Royal Rumble will be over. But, you know, we're saying it in the way. We're recording right before the Rumble. Looking forward to this. This sets the tone for WrestleMania season. And, boy, I, I mean, how exciting is it to know that we are almost, almost there, man? WrestleMania season. All right, man. We're going to switch up and we're going to get into our tweet of the week. So, Black, the NBA has been saying that they are considering doing an All-Star game. Mm-hmm. They're considering doing something and it could be held in um, Atlanta. Maybe. Atlanta, Georgia mm-hmm. uh, could be uh, the spot. So, um, let's get into Big Perk. Alright, Big Perk came out and said, oh yeah, the NBA they, they, they think about going ahead and having this All-Star game. I think that's a good idea. And here are Big Perk's All-Stars for the East and West right now. So let me see if you agree with this, Black. For the East, Big Perk got Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown, and Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving, all right? He says, carry on after that. All right, then we go to the Western Conference All-Stars. Big Perk got LeBron James. 
Paul George, Nikolai Jokic, Dame Lillard, and Steph Curry. Steph Curry, those are his uh, selections for the East and the West also. Shout out to me. I'm about you can get everywhere. I was just listening to this the other day, and it's still fire. All right. All right, my boy. Do you agree with Big Perk? Do you agree with him, man? We're going to get into some NBA later. But do you agree with Big Perk selections, man, in the East with KD, Joel, Giannis, uh, Jalen Brown, I think he's the one there, and Kyrie Irving, and then of course in the West you got LeBron, Paul George, Jokic, Dame Lillard, Steph Curry. Do you uh, agree with it? I think the I think the East. I don't I don't know about I don't know about uh, Jalen Brown. I know he's doing his thing. He's playing awesome this year. He is. Black. He's playing awesome this year. He but is. Tatum is as well. Mm, Tatum missed a lot yeah. of time. <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, uh, but I think I think it's 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 safe to say that the East is uh pretty much they got it right. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how I feel about Luca being on there. I don't Thank you. I I appreciate man, you. Man, that's and that's my guy that hurt me to say. You can't keep like, it real. It's, it's like we was just talking about this and Luca I was giving you so much praise going to before the season started. Yeah. And it it's just not looking good for you. I I, I feel like he can be I feel well, like he, he can he be got replaced. Jokic. He don't got Luca. He oh, he got, he got Jokic. So, my bad on that. He got Jokic. Okay, okay. So, so it's Luka's so it's so his, it's yeah. So it's uh, he got Steph starting at the point guard. He got Steph at the one. Yeah, Lillard uh, at, at the two. Jokic uh, at the five. George at the three, and Braun at the four. Uh, no AD. No AD. No AD. Mm. Mm, what you think about that? Dude, that's tough, man. Not I mean, to have AD on there, but Paul George has been playing. He very has well. been playing very you well. You know, he has. If 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 if, if you had to make me pick right now, and I hate to say it, I would have to pick Paul George. I mean, it's over, the truth though. Over over AD, and yeah. that's my man. It's the you truth, you know. Though. But it's the truth. But the uh, the Clippers are playing good as a team, and and, and Paul George is leading it. Yes, he is. You know, he's, so he's kind of taking so some of the spotlight. I, I, exactly. So. Uh, I would definitely have to agree with the uh, the starting fives on, on 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 both sides. Yeah, I agree with Big Perk. I agree with him. Uh, I think he got it right on the money. I think Jalen Brown is having a hell of a year, phenomenal year, actually, man. When Jason Tatum went out, Kemba Walker uh, uh, being out, like he's really just taking on everything, defense and offense. I mean, he's up there with um, at the top of the league uh, for efficiency and scoring and defense, man. He's up there at the top. So. I would love to see Jalen Brown get that spot. Can he hold on to it? Now, they've already started all-star voting. You can go and do that right now at NBA.com, and you can tweet it. So, um, will he hold on to it? I don't know. I don't know if he will hold on to it because you got to think, will James Harden make a late surge? What do you do with that? You know, could you possibly have three nets starting in the all-star mm. game? You could. You could. So, you know, we'll see. I would like to see Jalen Brown get his opportunity because I feel like he got snubbed last year. I really feel like he got snubbed last year. He should have been there with uh, Jason Tatum. But, you know, we'll see. As far as the Western uh, Conference, I mean, listen, somebody got to go. Because Anthony Davis is a starter in the All-Star. Somebody got to go. And by me looking at this list, look, Dame Lillard, he's mm. had big pops. Don't get me wrong. Dame Lillard's been having a decent season. But he is not doing it consistently. Steph Curry's numbers are consistent. Nikolai Jokic, by God, he had 24 in the first quarter today. 33 and a half. They're ridiculous. Come on now. Yeah. Paul George, like you said, phenomenal basketball Paul George is playing. We got to respect it. And, of course, the king. Of course, the king. And for me, Anthony Marshawn Davis, he my boy. He ain't being consistent, bro. You don't think so? He, huh? we, we, he hasn't been consistent lately. He even okay. said it himself. You know, you look at, you look at, the, you look at the games like 
that we've that we've lost. Like some of the games we lost and some of the games that we have won, Anthony Davis hasn't been consistent. So okay. that's why I would give uh I, I would give uh um Paul George the nod over him okay. to make this team because Paul George has been doing it from tip from game one. All right. He's been consistent through this so far in the first half of the season. Okay. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Well, maybe I'm being a little biased. <laughs> maybe I'm being a little biased, but I'm going to take my dog, Marshawn, to get in over Dame Litter, my guy. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they'll all be there in some way, shape, or form. And hopefully the NBA can get this right. Hopefully the NBA can give us somewhat of an all-star game. I That'd just want to see big, boy. Yeah, right it's, up the street, man. It's, it's, the, it's the best pickup basketball game in the world. The All-Star game and the game that we got last year. Mm. Oh, my God. I know the circumstances with Kobe and everything played a big part on that. But, bro, like, you're not going to get better basketball mm-hmm. than this All-Star game. The only other, other, other place you'll get better basketball is the NBA Finals. That's mm-hmm. it. So, hopefully they get it done, man. So, uh, shout out Big Perk on that tip. I know we're not, no, we're not talking about NBA yet, but, you know, we just wanted to see if Big Perk got it right. All right, man, before we get on, man, my lovely wife has came in and, uh, became a big uh, assistance for me and Black Black Cat <laughs> mentioned it at the beginning of the show that this is our hundredth episode. So I believe me and Black have some Captain Morgan mm. straight Smells out, really good straight out of the gutter of yeah. the bottle, my boy. Hit the nose real nicely. Yeah, yeah while, yeah, while yeah. recording, my wife came in and brought me and Black two shot glasses of this fine. Captain Morgan uh, rum here. So live on air, me and Black are going to toast to our 100 episodes. My man, it's been great. 100 more episodes. A lot more growth than what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, cheers to you, my boy. Cheers to 100, my boy. Woo, here goes nothing. Yo. Hey, yo. Woo. Happy 100, my boy. boy. Happy one happy one hundred, and I had to get my woo <laughs> on like the nature boy. And while I recover, we're gonna transition <laughs> into the National Football League. My boy, let's go ahead and get into a man, the National Football League. Of course, there's no game this week because they get a week off uh, in preparation for the Super Bowl. Of course, we have the Kansas City Chiefs and we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, in the Super Bowl. My guy. All right. So let's go ahead and get into a black prediction time. Prediction time, my boy. Who's going to win it? And give me your MVP for the Super Bowl, my guy. What do we got? What do oh, we got? Oh, man. <laughs> D, I've been back and forth with this, man. And I'm thinking, just thinking about everything with this Super Bowl because this Super Bowl could go two, two ways. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to bet against Brady in the Super Bowl because he usually shows up and win when he's playing in the Super Bowl. And then huh. you got... You think? You got number 15 mm. on the other side. That boy. And that the boy. Kansas City Chiefs are loaded. They are rolling. It's like they are unstoppable. 
in these playoffs. Even with even with Pat Mahomes getting hurt, it's uh, it's they still been rolling. But I'm looking forward to an exciting football game. D, if I'm picking right now, D. Uh, uh, I don't want to hear no if I'm picking right now. You ain't getting an opportunity to switch up. Black, I need to know and I want to know. Who is winning this game? And give me a final score, Black. We don't do this here at the sports desk, nah. Godly, man. Come on here. Come on. Oh, man. Yes, this sir. is by far the difficult pick. Uh-huh. A it prediction. Is. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, but I have to go with number 15. I really have to go with number 15, D, because you know why I think this is for his legacy. I really believe he has to beat the GOAT in Tom Brady. I really believe he cannot go 0-3 to Tom Brady. I mean, 0-2 to Tom Brady in the playoffs or or getting to a championship. He cannot go 0-2. He cannot do that. Uh, I believe Pat Mahomes is going to be ready for this football game. Too many weapons. Um... Tampa has some key injuries on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know if they're going to be back. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about that yet. But uh, in the secondary, and that's that's a recipe for disaster uh, with Pat Mahomes. I think Pat Mahomes wins this game. Uh, last minute, he gets the ball, win this game by three points, 24-23. Wow, low scoring. Low scoring. Low scoring. 24-23. Chiefs are your Super Bowl yep. winners. And who's your MVP? Uh, MVP. I'm going to give the MVP to Pat Mahomes. Man, he's going to make the plays down the stretch. Uh, for him to win the for him to win the Super Bowl. Uh, so he's the quarterback. Usually, quarterbacks win these awards. So oh, well, sometimes and sometimes they don't. And but more right. more than uh usual, it's the quarterback. But uh, yes, I got Pat Mahomes for the MVP. Woo. Okay, man. Now I went up and down and all around and back and forth. And I predicted the Super Bowl matchup. I called the Bucks. And the Kansas City Chiefs to make it there. And, and I must say, you know, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is one of a kind. I mean, this man is in his 10th Super Bowl, going for his 7th Super Bowl championship. Um, and what a hell of a run the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, have had this season. I mean, if you look at their uh, season, it's kind of like, wow, how did they make it here? Three straight road games in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. And then across the way, you have the reigning and defending juggernaut, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs with the greatest offense that my eyes have ever seen. I've never seen a better offense than them, the way they click and how consistent they are, and I see no difference in this uh, this time around. Even though it is admirable that Tom Brady is in his 10th Super Bowl and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can win this game, but they won't win this game. <laughs> I'm going to go the Kansas City Chiefs 41-40. to 40. Mm. shootout bombs away because I believe that the Chiefs want the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go score for score because it goes to their advantage it goes to their advantage because they can't be stopped the Chiefs can't there's nothing that the Bucs can do to stop them they don't have the pass rush to do it they don't have a lockdown secondary to do it and I think Patrick Mahomes shines in this game I think Tom Brady shines in this game but at the end of the day the Chiefs have a little bit more than Brady. Mm-hmm. They have a little bit more than Bruce Arians. Can't see the Chiefs go back-to-back, 41-40. to Patrick Mahomes is Super Bowl MVP, back-to-back MVPs. And that's what I'm calling it, man. I'm going to go Big Red to go back-to-back, my guy. Yes, sir. And we're going to see, man. We're going to see. We're going to see. I think 
I think this has the makeup of, for one of the better Super Bowls, man. Yeah, I, I, I think really this do. could be a classic. I hope it is. I think this could be a classic. I, I hope it is because it has all the makers to do so. All right, Black, let's roll out a Super Bowl preview, man. Let's go into this <laughs> this question that's floating around out here, man. And I've heard guys like Colin Cowherd talk about it and Skip and Shannon and Steve and Max. I'm, you see it all over social media. You see it on your television screen. But, Black, let's get into it, man. Let's start this up, Black. Black, I want to know from you right now, man. Is Tom Brady the greatest athlete the greatest athlete in team sports history, my boy. Is uh, he the greatest athlete in team sports history, it's, my it's, guy? It's it's so many parts when it comes to playing football. It's so many parts, and I love Tom Brady. I feel like he's the GOAT in the NFL, mm-hmm. but I will have to say no, D. Okay. Reason being, LeBron James is the greatest athlete of all time. Woo-wee! And, um... I don't don't think I'm biased or I'm oh he's a LeBron fan. No, I'm just looking at you know it's 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 one player that could really change things for your franchise and get you get you to ten straight NBA finals and bat, football needs so much more. You need you you need defense. You need uh, special teams. You need off you. It's it's so many people that play a part in that happening. And Tom Brady has been in the. The right, I'll pick the right situations and been around great coaching to be able to get to the Super Bowls that he has. And no disrespect to him, he's the GOAT in the NFL. But I would have to agree, I would have to say no about him being the, the greatest athlete of all time. Okay, okay. Now, I thought long and hard about this. I thought long and hard about this. And just the accomplishments from Tom Brady enough qualify for him to be the greatest athlete of all time. If you look at what he's done, it qualifies for him to be in the best of all time in any uh, uh, team sport avenue. He's it. But I'm with you, man. And honestly, Black, I can't make a decision. I can't. Because when I look at LeBron and I look at Jordan and I look at Tom Brady and, and I look at guys, you know, who, who, we sit here and we watch them in these prime moments, man, and they shine. And they shine very, very well, outstandingly shine. I I, I I know that Tom Brady doesn't play defense or special teams. And if you go back and look at Tom Brady's Super Bowls, Adam Vinatieri gave him two of them. The New England Patriots defense gave him one against the Los Angeles Rams. I, I look at those scenarios, but it's not all about the Super Bowl. It's about how did you get there, too. Mm-hmm. It's about the grind during the season. Football is the most violent game there is. You can't play another violent game like football. Tom Brady has his head on a swivel every week, bro. Somebody is coming to knock this man's head off his shoulders. And for him to endure that, for him to go out there and perform, and for him to go out there and continue to win, and to see what he's done right away. Now, we know LeBron has taken three different teams uh, to the NBA Finals and won championships. Tom Brady left the Patriots after 20 years. The next season, a pandemic hits. No training camp. No nothing. You have to practice at your own wit. You get down there, new system, new scheme, new head coach, new players. There's no familiarity there with Tom Brady except Gronkowski. That's it. Mm. And then he goes in there, reshapes that organization, revamp Bruce Arians' offense, influence to bring Gronk and Antonio Brown there, tells everybody to be patient, give us time and we'll be okay, get to the playoffs, Lose, I mean, lose to the New Orleans Saints badly two times. Lose to the Chiefs 
Don't have any wins against playoff teams during the regular season except the Green Bay Packers. That's the only win they got against a playoff team. Then they go on the road and win three straight games on the road. You go to the Washington football team who was playing well at the time, but we knew Tampa should have beat them. Then you go into that dome, that terror dome, against a team who owned you and they beat them. And then you turn right back around and go to the frozen tundra <laughs> against the league's MVP. The number one seed in the NFL, arguably one of the best teams in the league all year long, and you beat them as well? And if he turns around black and he goes to the Super Bowl, by the way, which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are hosting, which has never been done in NFL history, mm. and he wins this Super Bowl to get number seven in 10 tries, black, I just think it's a no-brainer. Mm. I'm going to put Tom Brady as the number one athlete of all time. Now, LeBron James will have time to catch him. He will. He will have time. But just looking at what Brady's been through, the game of football, the game of football, and you combine leaving New England and arriving at Tampa, we ain't never seen this, man. Mm-mm. When LeBron leaves his organization, it takes him a year or two to get right, and then you win a ring. That, that's, that's what happens. LeBron James brought and reorganized the Los Angeles Eagles. He brought and reorganized, reorganized the Miami Heat. What did Tom Brady reorganize? He just brought Gronk and AB with him. <laughs> That's all he did. Everybody else been there. Yeah. So I just think it's phenomenal what he's doing. So right now, Black, right now, this day, I'm going to say yes. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady is the best and the greatest team sports athlete of all time. Of all time. I'm going to go with it. All right. All right, Black, let's go ahead and transition to my second question. They've not been hearing this all week long. Tony Romo was on CBS radio doing, I think he has a podcast, or maybe he was on the Dan Patrick show. It was one of those. I can't think of which one. And the question was asked to him, Tom, I mean, uh, Romo, does Patrick Mahomes need to win this Super Bowl, beat Brady, win this Super Bowl, to continue his trajectory on possibly being the greatest of all time and surpassing Tom? In his fourth season, in his second Super Bowl, Black, does he need to win the Super Bowl? Does he got to beat Brady? I think he does. Mm. I think he. I think he does has to have to win this Super Bowl because if we're sitting here talking about uh, Tom Brady being the greatest athlete, uh, uh, the greatest athlete of all time, and we are seeing Patrick Patrick Mahomes becoming that, he has to beat the goal. I don't think you can go zero and two against Brady. And uh, not hear about it. You know, this guy has can potentially win seven Super Bowls and then he'll have one on your watch. This get this guy who's came in and and uh, changed the league, the face of the league and Pat Mahomes. Right. I feel like this is uh, this is a win that he needs for his legacy in his short career. Because mm-hmm. last time that we seen Brady versus Mahomes in the playoffs, uh, Pat Mahomes took an L. Okay. He took an L. Okay. He took an L. And he didn't have his chance. He didn't have his chance to get the ball back and uh, be able to beat Brady. But he that's football. Not. It happens. That's it it happens. It's, it's, it's football. That's where it's but set up. But I really believe Pat Mahomes really needs this. Uh would I look at him differently if he if if he did lose? I probably wouldn't because I really like Pat Mahomes. Yeah. But for his legacy and for uh, most people, most media, most foot, more football critics, which we are, I really believe people will look at him not the same if he doesn't beat Brady and and right that wrong that he had or in his in his first season playing Brady in the playoffs. Okay, um, I'm going to disagree. 
I'm going to disagree if he lose this uh, super if he loses Super Bowl to Tom Brady would this eliminate him and his chance of being the greatest of all time? I'm going to say no. Tom Brady has three Super Bowl losses. He has three Philadelphia Eagles and twice the New York Football Giants. He did not beat Eli Manning. He has three. Okay, uh, LeBron James has four NBA Finals losses, and we consider him better than Michael Jordan. Correct. Mm-hmm. And just due to the fact that Tom Brady just so happens to be in the Super Bowl with him this time around, and uh, the the thought of him possibly losing to Tom Brady again can't eliminate him from GOAT conversation because he's in his fourth season. Tom Brady is in his 20th season. 20th. His 10th Super Bowl. He has had several opportunities in his career to get to where he is, and he has cashed in on that with a lot of help around him. But Patrick Mahomes in his fourth year, he's already MVP. He got $500 million in the bank. He's already a Super Bowl winner. I mean, he is on the trajectory of the greatest quarterback of all time right now. Numbers-wise, money-wise, stat-wise, ring-wise, he's on that trajectory. And if he just so happens to lose to the greatest of all time, which is Tom Brady, and then he comes back and wins another. Let's say Tom Brady wins his seventh Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes wins five. I think that's more than enough to be considered the GOAT. You don't have to have more titles. And hear me on this, because we have this debate with LeBron and Michael all the time. And I think sooner or later, the debate, the debate with Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady is going to is going to rival Michael and LeBron. It's too fresh right now. Number one, Brady's still playing. He hasn't retired and went into the Hall of Fame. He hasn't gone away. When Brady does retire, Pat Mahomes is still going to be playing. <laughs> Pat Mahomes is still going to be thriving. He's going to be winning MVPs. He's going to be unleashing hell on the league because that's what it's built to do. So I don't believe that. I don't buy into that. Would it be nice for him to beat him? Would it look good on a resume? Absolutely. But let's say this man goes on to win five Super Bowls in six years, which is possible. It's possible to do that. Tom Brady went through droughts. Tom Brady won three, took him eight years to get to another. And then when he got there, he lost two in a row before he got one. It took, Brady won almost a decade without winning a ring. Mm -hmm. And then he came in and then he won, you know, his other three. (laughs) Great, great, while doing it. So, nah, I don't think so. I think it's premature conversation. Pat Mahomes has plenty of opportunity to go out here and do his thing. Do his thing and become the GOAT, which I think he has. And most people think that he has the potential uh, to do. All right. All right, man. So we're going to transition out of that and we're going to get into the big blockbuster trade that took place on Saturday night. Man, they these boys didn't even wait till the, the season to be over. These boys didn't even wait to nothing. The Los Angeles Rams and the Detroit Lions winning the business, my boy. Swapping quarterbacks and draft picks. Matthew Stafford is now a L.A. Ram. And Jared Goff is now a Detroit Lion. And not only is he a Detroit Lion, the Rams gave away a third-round pick and two first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. For Matthew. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) Dang, bro. The the Lions sent (laughs) Matthew Stafford to the Rams for Jared Goff, two first-round picks and a third-round pick. To get him out of the way. Now, Black, what are your initial thoughts on this trade? And then we'll get to the other question that I have after that. What are your initial thoughts seeing this headline pop up on your phone? Uh, I think it's a good move. For who? For the Rams. Okay. For the Rams. I think they get a uh a better, um, uh, more, more a better quarterback 
and Matthew Stafford, who's been, who's done amazing things with Detroit, but Detroit is just nothing. Uh-huh. There's nothing there in Detroit. It's uh-huh. nothing there. Uh-huh. And then you put this guy around a whole a whole lot of talent, which he didn't have. He had Megatron in Detroit, and that's it. You can't name me anyone else that he had in Detroit other than Megatron and Calvin Johnson. He, he didn't have anyone else. Okay. And he still finds ways to throw for over 4,000 yards. Almost every year while he was in Detroit. Okay. And then you put him on his Rams team who who is offense is really uh has has went to the run game a little more. Sean McVay is a is a offensive guru type of guy. And uh getting the ball downfield is a big thing for him. And I believe Matthew Stafford with his resume is going to be able to do that for the Rams. My only concern is what are you going to put more weapons around Matthew Stafford with the Rams? You give up, you gave up a lot to get Matthew Stafford, but you have to get some pieces to get the ball down the field for Matthew Stafford. Which and and if you if they do, I believe that this could be a hit for the Rams, especially with that great defense that they have. I think Matthew Stafford can make a, a lot of more plays or do a little more to get them over the hump than Jared Jared Goff could. Mm. So you believe that this is a win for the Rams? I do. Okay. I do. Okay. All right. Well, because I pretty, I'm pretty much believe those two first round picks that they gave up are probably going to be hellacious, like towards the end of the first round, because I think the Rams are going to be much better with Matthew Stafford. Okay. So that's a win in their book. Okay. Okay. Um, look. Jerry Goff for Matthew Stafford. I looked down at my phone you when hard. I eventually saw the alert. You hard. <laughs> you hard on Stafford, bro. You know he better than Jerry Goff. I bro. looked down at it, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. How much better is Stafford going to make the Rams? Let's look at Jerry Goff's history, why don't we? With the Los Angeles Rams, okay? Jerry Goff, since he's been there, he was with the Rams, I think, almost four years. Okay. Playoffs. Three out of four years, okay? Super Bowl appearance, check. Got a big contract, check. Uh, Threw for 4,000 plus yards, three of those four years, check, check, check. Gutsy, check. Mm, Nobody about that. Oh, yeah? So he comes back with surgery on a broken thumb and goes to Lambeau Field and competes. What's that? He didn't have a choice. Nah, nah, well, he didn't have a choice, was bro. He, in there? he didn't have a choice because the other quarterback there? got hurt, bro. Sean they didn't McVay, have a choice. They didn't have a choice. Sean McVay kept him out. Oh, come on, man. Okay. Let's come go to on, Matthew man. Stafford. He's been with the Detroit Lions <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> got to the playoffs one time. How many playoffs wins did he got? Zero. He oh he oh he passed for fourth. That's so what? That he comes in and pass for 4,000 yards. His touchdown to interception ratio is Trinidash. I mean, what are we talking about? How, how excited should a Los Angeles Ram fan be today? I mean, if I'm a Rams fan, I'm kind of looking at this like, oh, okay, what do we got? A guy with a bigger arm? That's what we got? And, and, and this is the thing that gives me everybody want to say how Matthew Stafford is so intelligent on the field. His IQ and his intellect. I'm sorry. Matthew Stafford led the league in interceptions uh, quite a few times in his 10 years in Detroit. And then people want to say he didn't have talent. He didn't. You want to know how many years in it? You want to know how many? He didn't. You want to know how many years Matthew Stafford and Detroit Lions finished 79, 79, 79 his 10 years there, Black? Hmm? Yeah. More than a handful. More than a handful of times. You know how many times that the Detroit Lions won the division in the NFC North in 10 years? You want me to tell you, Black? Goose egg. 
<laughs> you want to know? You want to know how many times Matthew Stafford was in MVP consideration? You want me to tell you, Black? Nothing. <laughs> Matthew Stafford is talented. Matthew Stafford has a big arm, but is Matthew Stafford really better than Jared Goff? Yes. Yes. Yes, by far. By far. Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> because I'm going to remember this podcast when yes. you told me that. Because when the new NFL season comes up and then the uh, Los Angeles Rams go 8-8 eight and eight after Matthew Stafford uh, leading the league in interceptions because he has more weapons and more talent, I'm going to ask you what happened. And you know what's going to happen to Jared Goff? What's that? He's going to be an afterthought in Detroit. He should be. He should be. He should be. But you know what Jared Goff will do in Detroit? You know what he will do? He'll have a nice, precise years, my boy. Nice, precise <laughs> bro, years. Bro, what does that mean, bro? What does that matter? He won't be the reason they suck. Bro, he will be the reason he they suck. Be. He won't be the reason he they suck. He will be the reason they he suck. Won't be. The re- he was the reason for the Rams losing the games that they lost. It wow. was, the defense won a lot of football games for them this year. Okay. The defense won a lot of football games. Okay. Okay. And he would not have been the quarterback if he didn't have an injury to another quarterback. Did, he wouldn't have been the quarterback in the playoffs. Did he go to a Super Bowl? He went to a Super Bowl, yes, on the strength of his defense. Did he get, did he get paid a max deal? He did, but he's tr- trash. He's trash with a max deal. Yes, he's trash. To a Super Bowl. He's trash. Is he bro? not the number and one? And how many four points did he score in that Super Bowl? He scored 10. Huh? 10 points yeah. in that Super Bowl. A whopping 10 points. Yeah. And he's just this guy because he made it to the Super Bowl. Didn't say he was a guy. I just don't know huh. what's the difference between him and Matthew Listen Stafford. to me. Jared, Gro- Jared Goff would disappear off of planet Earth in Detroit. Oh, yeah? He will disappear off of planet Earth in Detroit. At least Matthew Stafford was re- irrelevant in Detroit. He was? Re- he was? He was. How? At least he was relevant. Why was he relevant? At least he was doing things to keep himself relevant. I'm not saying he's, he was doing great like things. Like throwing interceptions? But you knew, oh, you got to go see Matthew Stafford. No one is going to be saying, oh, man, we got to go play Jared Goff. Ooh, I'm worried. No, no one is going to say that. Well, people D. say that about Stafford. People say that about Matthew Stafford. Oh, they did. When he had Calvin Johnson right on his side along with him throwing him the ball. It was scary to go to Detroit then when you had Calvin Johnson did and Matthew say, Stafford did, throwing him the ball. Did you say scary? Let's see. Let's see. Did you say scary? Scary. Okay. It was. It All was right. a problem there with him and uh, okay, with, him and Matt, it, it, with him and Calvin Johnson there. Okay, he had you. some good years in Detroit. Okay, my And you. I agree with you totally, D. He has never made a Super Bowl. He has never been in consideration for the uh, MVP. And he has never had a winning, probably a winning season in Detroit that I know of, but he Only has one. it. But Only one in 10 years. But, but, mm-hmm. if you're a football guy... It's no way you can sit here and tell me you don't believe that Matthew Stafford could get the uh, uh, L.A. Rams over the hump and potentially get them back to a Super Bowl over Jared Goff. I just don't see it happening. Jared Goff doesn't have the it factor, as you would say. He doesn't have that, D. He is not that. He's just a pretty face from L.A. and California. Wow. And the position that he's in and why he was doing as good as he was there wow. was because of Sean McVay. Oh, yeah? And Sean McVay is going to replicate that with is with uh Matthew Stafford. Okay, well... You know, I heavily disagree on your passionate take mm. on uh, Matthew Stafford mm. versus Jared Goff. But and like you know I said, we trash. Like I said, when I looked down at my phone, I saw the <laughs> alert. I just kind of slightly yarned. I slightly yarned. Because now we're talking Super Bowl Super Bowl for the Rams. Now we're talking, like, oh, this puts the Rams over in the NFC West. Oh, yeah? 
That puts them over. I, oh, oh, yeah? Hey, hey. oh, yeah? Hey, okay, man. Well, we we, we, we going to play close attention yeah. to that. Bottom line for me, my needle didn't move when I seen this. I said, oh, wow, they're going to get a guy who got a stronger arm who can throw the ball downfield. I mean, if you ask me. That's what you need in this game. That's what you need. Somebody who could get the ball downfield. I'm sorry, D. Okay. But that's what you need in today's NFL. What is Pat Mahomes doing? Getting the ball downfield. Okay. What is what is Kyler Murray doing? Getting the ball downfield. These guys, quarterbacks, are getting the ball downfield, and that's what type of quarterback you need. Okay. So we really just bringing Matthew from the slums to the suburbs, my boy. <laughs> that's what we're doing here in LA. And when sometimes when you in the suburbs, uh-huh. you happen to win in the suburbs. And that's what's gonna happen with Matthew Stafford. It is. Okay, well, we'll find out. But I just want to keep it real like most sports people ain't, ain't doing like black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford is poo-poo. <laughs> Who won this trade? It I never didn't say that. I, agree, I agree with you. I didn't I, I just, I didn't never say no, Matthew no, Stafford was no, this guy. No, oh, he no, just, no, I say no, he's better. No, no, I say no, he's better no, than uh, Jared no, Goff. No, I ain't going to let you yeah, backtrack. I'm not right backtracking. And wave I the said, MVP flag for Stafford I, waved it. I never LA. said nothing about MVP. I said they will, they will get over the hump. They should be able to get back to a, a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford with everything that they have assembled. They just need a quarterback who can get the ball downfield. And Matthew Stafford that? Sean McVay can only use half of his playbook with Jared Goff. Half of the playbook. That is egregious. It's not. Okay. All right. All right. I guess people forget that Super Bowl year. I guess they forget that Super Bowl year. Yeah, I remember a a crazy behind defense getting to a Super Bowl. Not Jared Goff. I remember a defense winning the game against the Cowboys in the playoffs. It wasn't Jared Goff. And he had two two touchdowns from the defense. You sure about that? I'm sure about that. Okay. Against the Cowboys. Well, we'll monitor the situation. Man, put some respect on this. D, stop doing that, bro. Stop doing that, bro. It's no way. D, it's no way you finna sit here and say you'll take Jared Goff over us, Matthew Stafford. Close. No, it's not pretty close, D. Pretty close. Oh man, I because he got a big arm. Because he got a big arm. I cannot believe you right now. To it, man. So, (laughs) all in all, you know that was a trade that went down. Lions, Rams, Rams got the best deal out of this. Why? Because I mean, the Lions got the best deal out of this. Why? Well. You get Goff's contract that expires in three years. You got two additional first-round picks. You got a third-round pick. So, well, three years of Goff's contract. They can cut him in the third year. Goff will command $40 million the next two seasons, and then you can release him after that and be put in a position to do so. So, so who won the deal? You never said who won the deal. The Lions did. The Lions did. Because of what it's going to do for their future. What it's going to do for their future and get that horrendous contract from Matthew Stafford off the books. And let me ask you this, my boy, since we own it, since you want to talk so much, my boy. So if, if Matthew Stafford was that deal, then why didn't the Los Angeles I, Rams bring him over and give him an extension? Huh? Why are they going to leave him with his Detroit Lions contract over there, my boy? If they bro, believe, I, if they I, believe bro, in him so I don't, much. I don't know, bro. They want to wait and see what's going to happen, I guess. I yeah. don't know why they didn't give him an extension. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. But I'm saying if I had to pick right now and you're the head coach or the owner of the Rams, you're not going to sit here, oh, I like my cherishes with Jared Goff over Matthew Stafford. No, D, you're not going to do that. Back to the playoffs this year. You're not going to do that. If he's such a good quarterback, let's see what happens when he's in Detroit. Didn't the Rams get a playoff win this year? Let's just see. Because of the defense. Okay. Because of the defense. Okay. I just want to ask you, did the Rams get a playoff? I mean, Jared Goff has won a, a, quite a few playoff games, right? 
Yeah. Matter of fact, Jared Goff has played in more playoffs than Matt Stafford ever been to. He has, D. Because he's been in only he, one playoff he has, game. But he hasn't had the opportunities like mm-hmm. Jared, Hoff, Jared Goff well, has had. He, he hasn't had defenses. He hasn't had great defenses like yeah, uh, Jared yeah, Goff has, yeah. has he, had. Yeah. If he stopped, it's if, a lot of parts that play into that, my boy. Come on well, now. Well, if he if he stopped leading the league in interceptions, all of a sudden you like Jared Goff. I didn't, I didn't, Let's come on. I didn't say that, my boy. The Chicago, the Detroit Lions will be picking 25, uh, 25 all the way to thirty two. Nothing lower than nothing higher than that. We'll see. Nothing higher than that. We'll see. With those two first round picks, my boy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And what you going to win? And what are you going to win with with the 25th, 26th? Hey, it's some pick? it's some gems in the first round. Twenty five. Don't and do that. You, and you absolutely see how right. How you talking crazy, bro? Look, I'm reckless? not. I listen to me. See bro. what Matthew Stafford do for you? Got your all <laughs> round. Sad, that's your bro. dog now, huh? No, that's not my yeah, dog. I'm dog. just I'm just speaking yeah. fact check, bro. Yeah, yeah. For real, you you yeah. tripping what you out, for your bro? What you want? What you want? A Matthew Stafford Rams jersey for your birthday? That's state number seven. I definitely don't, bro, because my Jaguars got to see them this year, bro. So I'm not worried about that. Okay, I'm just saying, bro. Oh, right, Jared, Ro- Jared Goff, get the walking, bro. You couldn't do what it take, bro, to have Sean McVay offense excel the way it needs to excel. Okay, fine. They went to the run game with Cam Akers. Cam Akers was carrying his offense. Broken thumb. Broken so thumb. So what? He had to have surgery. He had so to have sur- what? All right. All right. We'll follow this. We'll follow this situation. Very, very, very closely. Now we know where Black really stands. You know, he's a closet <laughs> Los Angeles bro, I'm Rams not a closet. Staff Don't fan. put that on me, bro. You, you know asked me. So you asked me my is, opinion. He is thrilled. No, and, I'm and, not. And supremely overjoyed. I'm not thrilled, boy. I said it was the better move, my boy. Let's get this right. Tenfold, tenfold. All right, man. We're going to transition out of the National Football League, and we're going to head into the National Basketball Association. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk a little bit NBA. And of course, of course, before we get into anything else, let's go ahead and do what we got to do. Los home of the greatest franchise in sports, the LA Lakers, and the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the king. Woo! Woo! Lakers, the d- LeBron James. Le- LeBron James. Oh, black, black, black. Not the best week for the Los Angeles Lakers. We started off very, very well. Uh, on a Monday, knocking off the Cleveland Cavaliers 115-108. to 108. Cavaliers are playing some good basketball, man. Uh, their new head coach out there has really got those young boys playing, man. Of course, they beat the Nets back-to-back nights uh, with that uh, big three. But the Cavs, they tough, man. They tough. And, and it was a hard out, but the Lakers got it done. And then it began. 
it began, okay? And ironically, the Philadelphia 76ers kind of had their way with the Lakers on a Wednesday night. Like Lakers with a late surge and uh, got the game close, eventually losing 106-107. to So let's stop right there, Black. I know you watched this game very closely with the Sixers and the uh, uh, L.A. Lakers. So, Black, what did you see from this game in particular uh, with the Sixers getting the win over the Lakers? Um, I was very... I was very entertained by this game, D. It was it gave you a little bit of everything. We were able to see the the one thing that really stuck out to me, we were able to see the Los Angeles Lakers respond when they were down and when they could have just folded folded the tent and be like, "All right, you know, this one this one done for," but they didn't do that. You know, they were down almost 14 points in this basketball game with almost 4 minutes left and was able to fight back and get into this and uh get into this basketball game and took the lead. Uh, in this game before uh, uh, Tobias, Harris. Tobias Harris hit the game-winning shot. Yeah. So I was very impressed with this basketball game. Uh, I seen everything I needed to see from this basketball team. Defensively, you have to tighten up. You can't let uh, that uh, – oh, dang, I always do his Ooh. name like that. Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris, yeah. You can't let <laughs> Tobias Harris get to the elbow and, 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 and get that shot off. That's That was bad defense there. But um, – other than that, man, this game was everything. LeBron is just—he's shooting the ball well. He's his decision making is is well. Anthony Davis we need a little more from Anthony Davis. I feel like if Anthony Davis would have asserted himself a little bit more in this game, it probably it probably would have been a win. But uh, Dennis Schroeder can't can't have no points in the first half. He came out in the second half and took off, which got them back into this into this basketball game. But bench play wasn't really the best. Most of it was carried by LeBron, by LeBron James in this game, and uh, everybody came together in the second half. But uh, I didn't have no, I was, I didn't feel bad. I didn't, I didn't was upset about uh, them hitting the game, winning the winning game. I was, I seen what I needed to see. They responded when they were down, and they did the things it take to get to those moments where you could win or lose a basketball game, and they happened to lose. Yeah, I wasn't really too much bothered with this loss. Uh, the Lakers kind of seem uninterested uh, for quite a while. They kind of made their runs, made their runs, and kind of chilled and kind of chilled. Like you said, LeBron, like he could have dropped 50 in this game the way he was playing in the first half. Uh, I think he scored 24 in the first half. Then he came back out and just kind of started distributing and getting guys involved. Like Dennis Schroeder, who needed it. Mm. Schroeder needed to help get involved. But I really went too upset. I like how they responded late in the fourth quarter, got the game closed, took the lead uh, on a nice play from Frankie V, man. Very nice play. Get Anthony Davis coming off a screen. Bron finding him on a bounce pass and putting it in for the layup to take the lead. But I wasn't mad at how the game was lost either. I mean, excellent switch. Doc Rivers realized the matchup. You had a... Uh, uh, LeBron starting on Tobias Harris and the perfect switch on Caruso. Like, you can't leave uh, Ben Simmons. Like, you can't leave him. So, excellent switch. And he was able to get uh, the shot off. Tobias Harris is six foot nine. Alice Caruso is six foot three. Ball game. So, I really wasn't too mad at that. That could be fixed. All right. Seven Sixers got a hard fought win 107 to 106. All right. So, I'm done with that. So, let's go to uh, uh, the Detroit game the next night. Now I understand at this point of the season Where we are The Los Angeles Lakers are the reign defending champions And we're going to lose basketball games I know this for a fact The Lakers uh, have the second and third best record in the league 15 and 5 or whatever have you But on this night right here Was the most pissed I have been with the Lakers And probably quite a while Listen man the Detroit Pistons had the worst record in basketball. 
tied for the worst record in basketball. And you got Blake Griffin and these boys out here hooping like they the monsters. Lakers held a 92 points. Defense was nowhere. Anthony Davis played like trash. Our role players was trash. No effort. Just lazy. Dennis Schroeder was awful. We couldn't hit a three-point shot. The only person was cooking was LeBron James. And in typical LeBron fashion, when he gets his, then he tries to get everybody else and try to get it distributed. Tries to get it distributed, but it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Our team was not ready to play. Our team wasn't. Frankie V gave that lame behind post-game reaction. It was trash. It was trash, and I was really, really looking forward to how the Lakers would react. Anthony Davis is in a slump. Let's call it what it is. He missed five free throws this game against the Pistons. Five free throws. AD is a 90-plus percent free throw shooter. AD is kind of out of rhythm. I don't know what's going on, but we got to get him back going. LeBron is doing a lot of things so well right now. It's kind of uh, uh, it's kind of feeding into Anthony Davis and, and, and where he is right now. I mean, even though we can go ahead and trans, uh, transform right into the Boston game last night, AD had a pretty good game, but he had to get a, a bunch of shots to do it. The Lakers played great defense. The Boston is a great defensive team. I was talking to my buddy Charles. It was like, if we can keep, because uh, he's a Boston fan, I said, if we can keep Tatum and Brown on the 75, we should win this game. We barely did it. They had 48 points after uh, the first half or three quarters or something like that. But the Lakers played lockdown defense, and that's what's going to win us another title, that we can turn it on. Boston is one of the better offensive teams in the league. They're not the Nets, but they're right there if you look at how they distribute the ball and how many guys can get points. But we abused them in the paint, out-rebounded them, got on fast breaks and got buckets, and got a stop late, and then we got the win. So, tough win on the road. Lakers on a seven-game uh, road trip right now. We got mm-hmm. one more game, and this game is big tomorrow night against the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks are playing well. Lakers down in Atlanta. I'm really interested to see how the Lakers are going to react against a jump-started uh, Atlanta Hawks team. Black, you got anything on that Boston game last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really... <clears throat> Uh, the Boston game was very entertaining last night. Um, I agree with you. I just, I'm not liking the way AD is playing basketball right now. It's just something about he's not. I just don't feel like he asserting himself enough. He's not demanding the basketball enough. We're seeing LeBron James take over in these games, and that's all and well. He's LeBron James, but AD needs to be needs to be the one getting off first. He needs to be the one asserting himself first, and I'm not getting that from AD. He could have did that in this basketball game, and we let this we let this guy from Boston, the big man, I can't even think of his name, get a quick ten points out the gate, and I'm like, who is this? I can't even tell you who he is. I uh, what's his name? Oh man, what is his name, man? Oh, uh, let me find his name. I'm sorry. Um. Oh, Boston's bench? Yeah, no, he starts for Boston. Uh Thias. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thias yeah, had yeah. a quick 10 points in the in, in, quick 10 points in the first half. Yeah. That that doesn't need to happen. That doesn't need to happen. AD ended AD ended up with uh with 27, 27. points in his game, but he was 11 for 25 in 36 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. That's that's not winning basketball, even though they won this game. Mm-hmm. Reason why you won this basketball James game, you had LeBron give you twenty one, you got twelve from Struder, and then you got then you got eleven from Kuz, and then sixteen from Harrow off the bench. Mm-hmm. And then this game came down to one play at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and y'all won this basketball game with time expiring. Like 
I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's this long road trip, but probably playing a part. I need AD to step this thing up. I was thinking AD was going to come from out this season and with this with this coming this ring, showing people I'm the guy. I did too. I'm the one's going to get off first. Everything going to go through me, and, and then everybody else get off after that. But I'm not seeing that from Anthony Davis. I need him to pick this up a notch. I agree. I need him to be more assertive. I need him to put his back to the rim. Stop shooting them damn threes. Yeah. I know you can make it. I understand it. That's your game. But put your back to the rim because everybody that you go up against is going to be smaller than you. Right. So right. I need to see more from Anthony Davis, but hard fought win. We needed this win. I don't we care did. how you win, you won. We did, we did. We needed this win. We couldn't lose three straight. Correct. We could not lose three straight. And uh beating Boston was a really good win against a good team in the East. It was, and I'll take the win. Like I said, it was ugly, it was tough, but I'll take the win. And we'll see what the Lakers do against Atlanta uh Monday night. Monday night. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that game and see how the Lakers respond after a day off and what they can do. Um, you know, up against a, a jump start team and with the Atlanta Hawks, and that, that game is not going to be easy. All right, all right, Black. Let's 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 talk about this man because it needs to be talked about, Black. Now, at the beginning of the season, Black, you picked the Washington Wizards to make the playoffs. <laughs> you picked the Washington Wizards to make the playoffs, Black. You felt really good about the Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook combination uh, with with uh, uh, their head coach there that they have out there, and Black, they're 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 god awful, Black. Mm. Um, they're so god awful that their current record right now, they are last uh, in the Eastern Conference and last in the NBA, sitting at three and twelve, my boy. But on this three and twelve team is the leading scorer in the National Basketball Association, and his name is Bradley Beal, a superstar talent on a god awful team with a disgusting organization, with a faltering, declining Russell Westbrook. At his side. Scotty Brooks cannot do anything with this team. They don't have much talent. Bradley Beal scored 47 points the other night. And somehow, the Wizards lost by 30. Bradley Beal is defeated and deflated when we see these clips of him on the sideline. Bradley Beal should demand a trade and never again report to the Washington Wizards facilities. He should demand a trade because his prime is being wasted. Flush down the toilet and the Wizards don't care. You want to know why they don't care? Because they traded John Wall for Russell Westbrook. I'll be the first to tell you that I love Russell Westbrook his entire career in the NBA. Energy, heart, toughness, grit, grind. You ain't going to get that from nobody else but Russell Westbrook. But Russell Westbrook has declined. Mm. Russell Westbrook is averaging 18 points. He leads the league in turnovers. He's missed half of the games this season. And by the way, he's getting the most takes about anybody in the NBA, even more takes than Draymond Green. Mm. He was thrown out the other night, other night for getting in the fisticuffs for John Rondo, who plays for the Atlanta Hawks. How important was the game between the Hawks and the Wizards that you had to get thrown out? And the camera pan, pan right over. To Bradley Bill, as Russell Westbrook was being thrown out and ushered off the court, and Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill had the most disgusting look I've ever seen an NBA player have. Bradley Bill, if you just so happen to hear this, we here at the Sports Test respect you. We here at the Sports Test believe you're a superstar talent, and we at the Sports Test advise you to call your agent, have that agent call the Washington Wizards front office, and demand a trade immediately. 
and never, ever, ever report to the Washington Wizards ever again during the season. I said it. Bradley Beal, his problem is he's loyal. <laughs> players can't be loyal. Million, millionaire players can't be loyal to billion-dollar organizations. Mm. Let me say that again. Millionaire players can't be loyal to billionaire organizations. Oh, oh but he signed his contract. He signed a contract. He signed a contract when the team was winning and when the team was in contention to do some nice things. This is what you call a great associate at an organization whose work environment has turned into a porta potty. <laughs> and that's what has happened. Anthony Davis, his, org- his work uh, organization with the New Orleans Pelicans, the organization turned into a porta potty. And where did he land? Los Angeles. James Harden. His workplace turned into a porta potty in Houston. Where is he at now? Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving. He thought his situation turned into a porta potty in Cleveland. What did he do? Get out of there. He landed in Boston. We see this over and over again. And Bradley Bill, I just want to say to you, you're a great defender and you're an excellent shooter and a great scorer in this league. Bradley Bill, I would love to see you on a winning team. I would love to see you competing, Bradley Bill, because you, sir, don't deserve a 3-12 and record, leading the league in scoring, scoring 47 points, and also losing by 30 in that same game. Like, you have any advice for Mr. Bill? Yeah, man, just get out of there. Yeah. It's time, bro. Like, yeah. I, this is one thing I noticed about Bradley Bill in the years he's been in the league. He's gotten better every year. Every year. Every single year he has gotten better. He hasn't regressed or, you know, gotten worse. No. He's gotten better every single year. And his play and his hard work that he's putting on, putting in off the court to to so he can be on so he can be at his best on the court, has been handled the wrong way here in Washington. Terrible. Now, if you would have told me, like I said, I would have thought Russell Westbrook was going to come back, bring this energy, bring do the things that he was doing when he was in OKC. Him and Bradley, Bradley Bill could do something nicely. God, I was wrong. <laughs> God, I was wrong. Yeah, man. I just don't know what it is, man. It's so seemed like Russell Westbrook rather get in uh, bickering matches than go out there and play basketball. He rather worry about who Bradley Beal talking to John Wall and why the games why the games going on in a timeout. He want to come step in and why you talking to John? They played together for almost a decade, idiot. Why would you think they talk? They've been God. they've been they've been friends for a very long time, idiot. Oh my God! Like Bradley Bill's talent is getting wasted down the drain. Now you owners, and I hope I hope you just happen to listen to this owners in the NBA <laughs> who's on a team that Bradley Bill can help your team go over the top. The Warriors. The Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, even the Los Angeles Lakers. Absolutely. Speak on it. Yes. This guy needs to be somewhere where his talents is appreciated. And me personally, I would love to see him with Steph. I would love it. Mm -hmm. Because I think they would play well off each other. Mm -hmm. I would love to see him with the Warriors, with Draymond. Steph, I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. 
So the, the warrior's owner, whatever your name is, sir, make a phone call. Make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Whatever pieces that you have or first round picks, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Look, I can give you this and this for Bradley Bill. Mm-hmm. And let him get into a winning situation. He hasn't won anything since John Wall went out. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won nothing. Mm-hmm. They've been in the bottom of the league every year. Yep. Yep. Like they say, he signed his money when they were competing. Mm-hmm. Opportunities were there. They ain't done no more. John Wall. I mean, not John Wall. Bradley Bill, I'm asking you. We're demanding you here at the sports desk. Please, bro. To make a phone call so you can get out of D.C. Please, bro. Get out. Because we see where they're headed. And we don't want you to have to be. We don't want you to be headed that way. So you already had to deal with it with John Wall being out. Don't have to deal with this with Russell Westbrook and this team is no talent nowhere else. I don't even know anyone else name team name on this team other than you and Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You don't know you. Oh, you know what? I know one guy, Mo Wagner, my boy. <laughs> and what did he do for you? Shut Mo up. Wagner. Only thing you can count on Mo Wagner doing is pissing Greek freak off. Shout out my dog Mo Wagner, man. <laughs> That's all you can depend on Mo Wagner for. Shout out my dog Mo Wagner, man. Shout out my. That's dog. the only other name I could give you off this team. Shout out my dog Mo Wagner, my boy. Bradley Bill, please, man. Please, bro. Put it send, send your send your agent a text. See if you were on Clutch or something like that, we wouldn't you wouldn't be having to go through this. You're fine because Clutch shows you how much you appreciate it. Yeah, Rich Paul will get it done. He'll get this done. So uh, yeah. whatever you doing, whatever agency you with, whoever your agent is. Let's put a phone call in and get you out of here. I would love to see you somewhere else yeah. competing for a championship. I agree. I mean, I hear you about the Warriors, but look, I think the prime destination that I, where I would love to see him is Philadelphia. Oh, man. I just, my thing with Philly, I know I said Philly. I just don't want to give up being. being That's what I'm saying. If they could, I was about to say that they could keep <sighs> being him. And I think they can. I think they would be able to keep. Uh, Ben Simmons. If you get Ben at the one, Bill at the two, Embiid, Tobias, I would love to see him. I would in love it, but I just I think they're gonna ben, ask though. for Ben. Are you right? They may, but you got to keep him. No, you you got you got to keep Ben. And and how do you bring in Ben while Russell Westbrook is being there? And and to keep it real with you, keep it real with you, Black. I, I, I hate to see what's happening to Westbrook. I hate it. I do. Too. He's one of my favorite players ever, bro. He's one of my, and I hate to see what's going on, that he is so caught up in the garbage and the bark, bark, bark with all these other players. And, and y'all are losing, bro. Y'all are three and 12. And let's call it what it is. Bill and Westbrook are all-star backcourt. Mm-hmm. And the all-star backcourt and in the Eastern Conference where teams don't have much talent, dog, the New York Knicks are nine and 12. You don't mean to tell me Bill and, and, and Westbrook can get nine wins? The Orlando Magic are eight and 12. Like what's going on? The Detroit, they, the Detroit Pistons are five and fifteen. You mean to tell me that these boys can't? Mm. Washington is an ugly place right now. It is, and I hope, I hope that at some point soon that we all will get a a a, 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 a message or alert on our phones that Bradley Bill has been traded to a competitive team. Because my God, how do you leave this league in scoring? <laughs> And you got three wins. How do you drop 47 on somebody and you lose by 30? 
Jesus, boy. All right, man, so Bradley Bill, get well soon, my guy. All right, man, so uh, we're going to run down the conference, man, and we're going to transition to the WWE. So in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia holding still. Brooklyn's made a jump. Last week they were sitting at six. Now they're at number two at 13 and eight, followed by the Bucks and the Pacers at 11 and eight, Celtics and Hawks at 10 and eight, Cavs, number seven seed in the East, sitting at nine and 10, and the LaMelo <laughs> Ball Hornets, my boy, sitting at nine and 10 mm. as well at the eighth seed. Mm. So you got the Hornets, and then you got the Knicks right behind them, and the Magic. So you got to look out for the Miami Heat. When are they going to make their run? Jimmy Buller is back. Heat are sitting at seven and 12. The Heat will make a run. Tyler Hero is back. He missed about six games. When are they going to make their run? They the will, make, will make a run, so you're going to have to see uh, what they're going uh, to do there. And as we go to the Western Conference, we got some movement, man. The Utah Jazz finally lost today. The Denver Nuggets finally beat them. They were on an 11-game win streak, mm. my boy. But they're still the number one seed in the West right now at 15-4, and four, followed by the Clippers and the Lakers at 16. Well, the Clippers are 16-5, and five, Lakers are 15-6. and six. All right, so one game out between those three teams, and then you see the separation with the Nuggets, the Grizz, the Suns, the Trailblazers, and the Warriors all roughly at uh, 10 and 11 wins, respectively. And the West is just tough, man. You got the Spurs at 11-9. and nine, They the ninth seed. Mm. You got the Rockets at 9-9. Nine and nine. Shout out to them and their grind, mm. being the Tim C. Oladipo and Waller playing well. I see that. I out like there that. in Houston. And, bruh, what is in the water in OKC? It's like no matter what they got going on, they find a way to compete and win. And they sitting at 9 and 10. That's crazy. In the West, new coach. You lost uh, Chris Paul. Lost uh, Billy I mean, Donovan. I mean, yeah. Like, Shea Giggles Alexander, bro, salute to you, bro, for just being the leader, man, and, and taking that young team. Lost Steven Adams as well. Mm. So shout out to them boys, man. And last but not least, my boy, do you know who's the 13th ranked team in the Western Conference, my guy? Don't say it, man. Yeah, the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> with your boy Luca sitting at a lowly, disgusting eight and twelve. Mm. Huh? That's horrible. Yeah, man. that is horrible. All right, man. So that's pretty much going to wrap up our National Basketball Association talk. We're going to get into some WWE, man. It's not going to be a very long show today, uh, but we're going to talk about some WWE. And then we're going to get on out of here. Let's show some love, man. Let's show some love. Shout out my godson out there, man. He is just wreaking havoc. Wreaking havoc. You know, this is just one of the greatest songs. In history, you know, you got rap music, country music, you got R&B, you got heavy metal, you know, you got instrumentals. But when you have one of the worldwide orchestras in the world take one of the greatest songs of all time and run it in the orchestra play, my boy, it's due to be played here on the sports desk. And we respect Ric Flair. Oh, yes. <laughs> to the utmost. <laughs> To the utmost. <laughs> to the Do you smell what the rock is cooking?
Yes, my boy. Shout out to the great Nature Boy Ric Flair. something about that music like you said. It's boy. just beautiful, bro. Get your man, chills. Yeah, Get your chills. All right, man. So the 2021 Royal Rumble is about to start in three minutes. It's almost seven o'clock here with me and Black. But Black, let's talk about it, man. We open up the show with Royal Rumble Talk. Let's kind of close the show with Royal Rumble Talk. Black, let's go over some of these matches, man, and see what you hope what do you hope to take place? We already gave our predictions for the Rumble, but Edge is starting off number one. He drew number one. Edge is starting off number one in the Royal Rumble, Black. Now, we gave our picks, but Black, is there any chance, any chance that you switch your pick to Edge running the gauntlet and winning the Rumble tonight, my boy? Uh, and I think Randy Orton going to be two. I think, I think so. they were one, two, but they both yeah. one, two coming out. So, yeah. Um, they, I just, it's a reason why they bringing Edge back to this Royal Rumble, man. I, I, I feel like they, I feel like they trying to, they gonna try to get him a push. Can he do one? Come in at one and win the whole thing? Can he? Do I it? really don't know. Can he do it? I really don't know. But I talked to you the other day, right? And that was before we knew Edge was in this. Correct, correct. Right before D, our last ro- show, I'm gonna roll with the Edge to win it. I'm gonna roll with the Edge to win this. Okay. Because I think they got something special going on with Edge. I think he, I think he hangs around. You probably he'll probably disappear a little bit under <laughs> what yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else. Fall out the ring or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't go over the top of going underneath the ropes or something and disappear and come back in. <laughs> but I think I, I think Edge has a good good opportunity to win this. I think okay. he's coming back for a reason. Okay. Like, and I think they want to give Edge that push. So I could see, I could see him potentially winning this Royal Rumble. So you're going with him. I'm going with Edge. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my hat on the Edge. Hmm. Man, I I, I want to do it. I, I want to do it because it kind of makes sense now. Because Edge would be wide open in his booking. Because Randy Orton got issues. Him and the Fiend ain't finished. I don't know when the Fiend's coming. He could come back tonight. I don't know when he's coming back. But he's coming back, and they're going to finish. Especially after him RKOing Alexa Bliss uh, this past Monday night on Raw and costing her her shot at the Women's Championship. I want to say that Daniel Bryan is going to get one last run because it's been widely reported that he will indeed um, uh, retire after his final days of his contract. But then I got to thinking, Black, you have two titles. You have the Universal Championship and you have the WWE Championship. So Daniel Bryan could still make his way to a Universal Championship match with Roman Reigns. Or does Edge... When the Rumble, does he go to SmackDown to face Roman Reigns? Or does he stay on Raw and potentially face Drew McIntyre? Or what if the God-awful takes place tonight? And that's what I want to transition to. Bill Goldberg becoming WWE Champion tonight, my boy. What do you do if that takes place tonight? I'm done. I'm done, too. I'm done, too. I'm done. I don't want to see this same story again. I don't want to see it. The worst thing the WWE, I mean the WWE could have did was take that belt off the fiend. And the way that they did it as well. Clean win for Goldberg. Egregious. I don't understand why they they keep continue to give Goldberg this push. Let him go. Let him go, man. He shouldn't be in here still doing this. I mean, I promise you, D, if they if Goldberg win this match, I'm just gonna call you. It's gonna be nothing but cuss words. <laughs> I feel they you, cannot man. do this. Like I would love to see an Edge versus a Drew McIntyre. I would love yeah, to see that yeah, WrestleMania. Sure. 
Sure. I would love to see, like you said, even your your uh, prediction. I could see Edge going to SmackDown and fight Roman Reigns. I think that would be exciting. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. I think it would be exciting. I just don't like the fact that they have Bill Goldberg in this match. You really don't know what's going to happen. The last time we seen Bill Goldberg, he was beating the Fiend, the unstoppable force. How did Goldberg beat him? That was horrible. WWE, you have to get this right. Please get it If right. Edge is your guy, let him win. If Drew McIntyre has to be your guy over Bill Goldberg. He has to. There's no way you bring Bill Goldberg back in this situation to have them be in the champ to go to WrestleMania. I don't want to see Edge versus Bill Goldberg. That's boring. God. That's boring to me. God. WWE, we have to fix it. We have to get this right. I don't want D. I promise you, bro, if Bill Goldberg wins this game with a damn spear and a jackhammer, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> he shouldn't even be on this pay-per-view. I feel you, dog. I'm scared, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I am nervous, bro. I am nervous for this match. I hope this match is first. I hope this match, because, dog, like, Drew more, than, more than likely it will be. Drew McIntyre don't deserve this, though. Drew McIntyre has turned into an elite superstar in WWE. Think about the pandemic, bro. Think about everything that's went on with WWE and the great job they've done to put on content for their fans. Drew McIntyre has a rose in like, like a phoenix, bro, and really taking on that role as this next superstar. WWE is in pretty good hands right now with their champions, except Oscar. Please get... That world championship <laughs> off Oscar. Please let Charlotte Flair return to her heel and turn on her and cost in the tag titles tonight. I don't like Charlotte as a baby face. You need Becky back. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, like, get Oscar out of here. With that, and I like Oscar. She's a great athlete and competitor. But, dog, that title is poo-poo right now. Since the queens are gone, Bruh. But anyway, back to Bill Goldberg. If it happens, you will not be able to reach me. Okay? So you can call and call and call all you want. But I will be disconnecting my phone service. And you know where you can find me at, Black? On Twitter. <laughs> Going off. So we'll see what happens there. All right, real quick. Let's go down to I'm excited for this match. Last man standing. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. They've had an epic program. They've had an epic run, and I've enjoyed every moment of their rivalry, man. And they've had some great matches between these two. I'm expecting Reigns to win, but I'm expecting a, I'm expecting theater between these two tonight. And I am super looking excited to that. But I does think I do think Reigns holds on, of course, and keeps the Universal Title heading into Mania. I know when they always look about what's what's those wrestlers that can give you that pop and putting them together. Uh, Owens and uh, uh, Roman Reigns were made for each other. God. They've been, I, I've been able, I haven't been seeing it live, but I've been able to go back and look at it on YouTube and how the storyline has been going. It's been going amazing. It's great. Bro. Because what Roman Reigns was doing before with the Uso brother and that, that was kind of drying up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I was kind of like, oh man, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I'm not interested in that. But with Owens, man, I believe this is a, a a match made in heaven for both of them, man. I mm. think this may could potentially be the best match of the night. Mm. You know, with this last man standing match, and this is one of 
Kevin Owens matches. He loves being in the last man standing match for some reason. Great but, match. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting, man. I'm excited about this one. I hope this one going to be first because I think this, I think I turn around, my boy. Oh, man. No, <laughs> so, so man. We, so we alive. So, hey, look. Look. Go <laughs> on, D. Look. We here at the sports. We're still recording live. Yes, we are. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> we may have to put some bleeps in here. Why we if we still recording while this match in? I'm letting you know now because this is Ooh. awful. This is awful. But I'm excited about uh, Roman Reigns and, and Kevin Ooh. Owens. I think it it's potentially could be match of the night at right. Royal Rumble. <laughs> All right, real quick, my boy, turn around and check out Bill Goldberg outfit, my boy. I ain't gonna say that. Check out what he wearing to the ring, my boy. And I'm gonna keep on going while you check out my man's uh, fresh and clean. Uh, uh, gear that he's wearing to the ring, my boy. This is how you know he old and past his time, and he should not be out there at this moment. Yeah, check him out. Oh man, no, man, no. He look like he look like Brock coming out there, man, with check, the bro. check out my boy, man, with his MMA shorts. Oh like man, go play twenty one at Garden City, my boy. Check him out, my boy. <laughs> Check him out, my boy. Yeah, that's Bill Goldberg. So like Black said, we are live right now. Rumble just kicked off. We're getting McIntyre and Goldberg to kick off the show. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Black, real quick, man. Let's get into the SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha versus Carmella. Does Sasha Banks retain and go on to WrestleMania? Uh, I think she does. I think they got something Got something with Sasha. Uh, I believe who, whoever wins the Royal Rumble for the women... And which I believe, which I want it to be Bianca the upcoming Belair. Bianca Belair, but she's a good pop she is. for Bianca. I think they would that whole uh, two black women. It would work competing, out. I believe it would work out with their with their styles and you know what they bring to the ring yeah. with the finesse and everything. But I would love to see that. So I'm gonna say uh, Sasha Banks retains yeah. and then goes to WrestleMania to fight. Uh, uh, oh shoot, I forget her name already. Bianca um, Belair. Bianca, Bianca Belair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, I think Sasha and Carmella have had a pretty good program. Welcoming mm-hmm. back Carmella, but I think Bianca Belair she should win this Rumble. You can create uh, something really nice between Sasha and Bianca, and let's call it what it is. I think they're the two best in the business right now. Bailey, you can't sleep on her, but we've seen Bailey and Sasha. Can I see them sneaking Bailey in and winning the Rumble and getting a rematch at uh, Sasha just to make a hole at WrestleMania? Yeah, I could see that, but I don't want to see that. I want to see new stars, and the women need it. Ever since Ronda Rousey have left, and you've been, Charlotte had got injured, you know, the women's division has been looking for new energy, and uh, I think Bianca Belair will be fitting to win this Rumble, so hopefully she can win that and we can get a Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair heading into WrestleMania. Uh, two black women as well, you know, we would really, really love to see that. All right, so we're looking forward to the Rumble. The Rumble is kicking off. Goldberg and McIntyre are getting started right now. So uh, we look forward to coming to y'all next week, man, and kind of recapping what happened uh, with the Rumble. Hell, you might get some live reaction. So uh, go to our Instagram page. You might see me and Black there talking about uh, what happened uh, in the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, man, that's pretty much going to, you know, wrap up what we got going on. But we have one last thing, Black. And I'm going to bring the other news in. We're not going to do other news because I only have one thing on the other news, my boy. Logan Paul. Ben Askren, my boy. When you got that alert on your phone, what did you think about, sir? Ben Askren is an idiot. (laughs) 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 Go ahead. Logan Paul 
is going to put this guy lights out. Yeah. And then hopefully we can get one of them, another one of those Snoop Dogg classic moments. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ben Askren is a fool for taking this, bro. You must be real desperate, bro, to get some cash. Desperate. Desperate. Since the WWE, I mean, since you, UFC yeah. let you go. Yeah. Logan Paul is going to put this man to sleep. There ain't no question about it. So you're calling Logan Paul I'm call- to do it in. Sleep. Yeah. So Ben Askren has never thrown a punch. <laughs> okay. If you don't want to know who Ben Askren is, listeners, go Google him. He's a former MMA fighter, and he is a part of the fastest knockout in UFC history when Jorge Masvidal tattooed his right knee across this man's nose and put him to sleep. Ben Askren cannot punch. He cannot box. He cannot do anything. Logan Paul is a, he's a boxer. He trains as a boxer, real life, no matter how you feel about him and his brother. He is a fighter. So due to the fact this is taking place, it's utterly ridiculous. I mean, where are we going to get this fight at? What is going to be on free TV? What is going to be on YouTube? I mean, what is it going to be on? How are we going to see it? I have no earthly idea. And guess what? We won't be watching it. <laughs> we won't. Snoop Dogg commentating, I'm watching. Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg <laughs> talking, then, yeah, we got to tune in for that because we're going to get some. Ben Askren got to be hurting for cash. And frankly, bro, I hope Logan Paul be Askren because you know what? These Paul brothers, they want the smoke, bro. They want real competition. And I hope they get it. Stop getting these beef jerky boys in here, man. <laughs> Stop getting these floppy disc boys in here. Get this boy, get somebody who want to fight. And I'm pretty sure some boys they can find in their weight classes in these gyms doing this for real. Put them in there. But you got ducks like Ben Askren coming out. I guess Floyd Mayweather came to his senses and he not going to fight Jake Paul. Thank God somebody got the Floyd and they called that fight off. Now Jake Paul talking about, oh, Floyd was scared. Floyd was scared. No, Floyd came to his senses. <laughs> <laughs> he can't his this is utter embarrassment this ain't when he fought conor mcgregor who's a real deal fighter so ben Askren, for the life of me i hope we get to open up the sports desk with your face being plastered on the mat <laughs> with snoop dogg saying oh oh, oh, oh i hope oh, we get jesus i mean this is what we hope to open up with faint step oh there's a faint from jake oh, 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 oh my god Snoop, talk about dropping it like it's That's what we hope we get to open up with, man. So, yeah, that was in my other news to announce that fight with Askren and, and Jake Paul or whoever, which one it is. It really don't matter, man. So that's pretty much all we got. All right, man. So before we wrap up, hundred episodes. Yeah, man. Hundred episodes. So we've told our story uh, on this show plenty, plenty of times. But just a, I guess a quick take on our story. Me and Black, aka Ernest, that's his <laughs> real name. Me and Black have been friends literally as long as we can remember. So that means virtually our, our whole, whole lives, life. uh, as children, little kids, to now grown men. We've just been rocking with each other, man. This, this is this is my guy, my right hand man. This was the best man in my wedding. I was the best man in his wedding. We 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 guards our children are each other's. We're godfathers to each other's children. 
Um, our families are in sync. This is my real life bl- brother. I mean, we don't. I don't need our. I don't need uh, uh, our the same blood to be pumping through our veins for this man to be uh, my brother. I, I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we started this man, like I said, on the fly from the regular Reduce Lunch podcast. Uh, uh, Brian couldn't make it. PJ couldn't make it when uh, we were doing the RL show, and Fred was like, "Bro, let's just do this sports show real quick and let's do this pilot." And I was like, okay, cool. We just did it on the whim. It was a quick 45-minute show. And uh, the whole time I was doing the show, like, dog, got to get Black in here. Black got to be with me. Got to be with me. So as soon as we finished that show, I told Fred, I said, hey, bro, we got to get Black in here. Fred was like, we got to get Black in here. <laughs> so I called him, and the rest is history. My boy came on in the very next week, and uh, we just been rocking, man. And, and, and I'm proud of him, man, because he came in kind of nervous and he really wasn't sure how he was going to maintain, but man, he's a prominent voice out here now, and y'all recognize Black, and y'all, he gives his takes, you know, he, he's coming through with that pressure, you know what I'm saying, when he's out here talking and doing his thing, so you turn around now, man, and we're 100 episodes in, like literally 100, this is the 100th episode of Reduce Sons Action Sports News Desk, and I'm just appreciative, I'm just grateful for this time, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad I get to do it with my mans, that's the, that's the dope part about it, you know, that we was able to come together have this product, do this thing weekly. We first start, we first started off doing it bi-weekly, but now we're doing it weekly. And we had a, 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 a drink together, a cheers together with with the with the hundred proof sound like uh felt like Captain Morgan. <laughs> Still got my chest and my nose burning a little bit. But um I just think it's really dope, man. And we're just getting started. Yeah. We're just really getting started here with the sports desk. So I just want to say shout out to my man Black for coming in. Trusting in me, believing in the uh, the uh, the vision, uh, him believing in what I was telling him, what he could do and what and and what part he could play. He plays a very 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 big part in this show. So I just want to say appreciate you, bro, for coming in, signing up for this, being here, and being committed with your dog, and, and putting out what we put out, man. A hundred episodes, black. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to say, man, I appreciate you as well, man, for uh, believing in. Your homeboy, believing in your brother, man, yeah. that we could put this out, man, and man, look at the mountains we've climbed, and look at the the walls yes. we finna continue to break down. Yep, we've done some good things here uh, at the at the sports desk. It would it would just reduce lunch in 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 a whole. We've Facts. done some great things, and uh, <clears throat> we're going to continue to do great things here at the sports desk, man. Mm-hmm. Every every Sunday, every Monday, when we get in here and. Get sit in these chairs and be able to rec- hit record on there. It's an excitement for me. Absolutely. And you know why I say excitement for me? Because I got my brother next to me, like he said. Mm-hmm. This guy right here makes it so much easier for me each and every day when we do this show. And 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 not only and not only here in life. You know, having a brother, having having a, a friend over thirty years of our lives. You know, most people don't get to say that we've been rocking for more than thirty years. Yep. And then us just having a uh, Reduce lunch sports has is just another avenue that's that's going to continue and continue continue to grow in our relationship as brothers. So I'm excited. I'm happy that I'm happy that God put uh put me on His mind to have be a part of this because 
I never would have saw myself doing this. I never would have saw myself <laughs> doing something like this. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Yeah. But D was D and Fred was able to open that door and get me in here and allow me to show something I didn't I didn't know I had inside of me, which is talking sports that which we talk every day, but I didn't know I could bring it to this platform and be able to be comfortable and come in here and talk to everybody else and they're all our listeners and uh supporters every single day uh, every single week about it but i'm excited i'm blessed to be a part of this thank you bro fred thank you for believing in me i appreciate y'all y'all never know how much this meant to me the sports desk is going to continue to grind y'all better watch out we coming yep. reduce lunch as a whole we coming yeah all y'all big sports reporters, the guys with the big show, we coming for y'all. Mm -hmm. We coming for y'all. And we just ain't saying that, bro. We believe that's going to happen because we believe what we have here at the yeah. sports desk. So yeah. uh, happy 100 to you, brother. Happy 100. I appreciate you, man. Thank yes, you for sir. everything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's just dope, man. I, I feel overjoyed and happy, man, for us to accomplish this, man. So, yeah, man, uh, we're looking forward to doing 100 more. You know, our team is uh, uh, pretty good here at the sports desk. And I'd be remiss not to mention Sid. And mention Smooth and mention Rashad and PJ, you know, key contributors. And of course, Freddie Bricks, man. You know, Freddie Bricks had the vision to all span and, uh, you know, do a spinoff. And uh, it, it paid off, man. And this show has taken off and, and got a life of its own. So, you know, just very exciting times, man, here uh, at the sports desk. And thank God to the B of the glory <laughs> that Drew McIntyre has retained the WWE Championship by knocking off that dinosaur and Bill Goldberg with a vicious Claiborne kid. I mean, Goldberg ain't here looking like he finna go hoop out here, man, after the after the match. But nah, man, all seriousness, man, uh, it's been a, it's, it's, it's a great ride. It's a great ride, and me and Black look forward uh, to more episodes. So, with that being said, man, you know, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, check out that recruitment episode, man, episode 99. Y'all go listen to that, Fred, excuse me, Black and Said did they thing on there. So, all my recruiting heads out there, man, y'all go check that episode out, man, um, and y'all enjoy it. So, without further ado, man, my name is Desert L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists, man. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Check me out on Instagram. Check me out on Twitter. Hit me up. Let's talk some sports, man. And it's your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists, man. Y'all hit me up on Instagram at Twitter and Twitter at Black NL3. Y'all hit me up. We, Me and Said will be live on Instagram February 3rd, Wednesday, uh, keeping y'all up to date with all the recruiting news. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we look forward to it. Y'all stay, stay safe out there. Be cool. And we will catch y'all next week. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? The sports desk.